What's up, everybody? Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we have a great episode again for you this week. Thank you, everyone, so much for emailing in. Uh, if you have any questions you want to send us, again, our email address is whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So, as always, before we get started, uh, we have to say, what's up, cuz? Any, any updates on the family? Kids are doing great. This is our week to have uh, all my kids' friends come by and spend a couple days with us trying to, you know, quarantine in a social distance way, I guess you could say. Yeah, as best you can. Yeah. You know, we make sure that a couple of friends that come over have been also quarantining and everyone's following the rules because, you know, we know that we want to get back to normal as soon as possible. Yes, exactly. Um, I actually have an interesting update I wanted to share with you. Oh, boy. Um, so I went on a date. And granted, it's COVID, so there's not too much you can do, right? So it was like, oh, you know, before the date, the light plan was, you know, I was going to go to his neighborhood because I have a car and I live in New York. So it's like, if we could avoid the subway, nice. So I went to Brooklyn to his neighborhood, met him. He was like, we'll get something like a drink, something, food to go, like go sit in the park, talk. Fine. Totally fine. I show up to this date. I'm like waiting outside this guy's apartment. He comes out and we walk to the park. We ended up sitting in the park, just talking. That's the date. Never once offered a water, drink, snack, nothing. No food. Nothing. He didn't bring anything like to be a little romantic, like a bottle of wine. Nope. Or Which you can. You could drink outside right now in New York. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But like, nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. So he literally showed up with just himself. Yeah. And also like in pajamas practically. So that, that part was... Well, you know what? Look at the positive. So you met him and you said, all right, maybe this is not the direction you want to go in. And, you know, you (laughs) didn't waste any more time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, this is a debate I have with my friend, a male friend of mine. He said, I should tell this guy that he really disappointed me and, like, didn't do a nice date. But my perspective was, I don't want to see this guy again. Yeah, no, no, no. He's definitely, um, you know, I feel that once someone turns you off, it's done. Like, yeah. you know, especially the first time. <laughs> I mean, if you're dating someone and they do something stupid once in a while, you know, you forgive and forget. Right. But first impression is big. And if he didn't strike on the first impression, there's no turning back. If this guy, your friend of yours, wants to tell him, like, dude, you know, if you ever go on a date again, try a little bit harder right that's one thing a friend talking to a friend but to talk to him so he could try again with you yeah no yeah i, I think it's over or i feel like <laughs> this wasn't this is not my job to teach him exactly <laughs> like if he didn't learn you know i think he's 32 i'm like if you haven't learned by 32 i don't know what to tell you and listen there there's uh i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but in life there's an ass for every seat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I and, love that saying. Uh, yeah, and you know, there's someone out there that's good for him that, you know, that wouldn't bother them, or they see past something like that, or they're okay with it, and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're not putting anyone down here. It's just everyone looks for a certain person, and um, that person was just not for you. Yeah, and also while on the date, you're like, I just want to. I'm an easygoing person, mm-hmm. but I also was like, I'm not gonna push and bark at this dude on the date. Like, yeah. um, aren't you going to buy me something? I'm like, no, I'm just, no. I'm here for the date. You, you take the lead if this is the lead, you know? Exactly. But especially, exactly. you know, I'm 29. So I'm like, you know, I'd like to date someone more seriously, more long term. Then my brain was more jumping to like, man, if we had a home together and someone walked in our house that was there to see me, like a friend, something, and I come home and I see my friend sitting there, no water, 
no offer of anything i'm gonna be so mad at him i'm gonna be like you're not treating yeah. our guests right yeah like regardless of me on a date i was like for the future like oh my gosh you're the type of person like you won't offer anything to someone in your house i'm like that's not how i live you exactly know? i mean listen I, I'm a woman, so I can't see a man's perspective on this because, you know, women think differently than men. Um, but if if I was a man and I was going on a first date during COVID, I would definitely want to make it somewhat romantic and nice. I'd probably like, you know, even if you make some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches something. and put them in a bag, something yeah. cute. To me, that's cute, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pack some drinks and, you know, make it somewhat a little romantic oh, you yeah. know and even, it doesn't have to be expensive that's no, the thing it could be stuff in your house you don't even uh-huh. have to go out and get anything yeah. you know and, and i'm pretty sure there's you know some bottles of water or some you know even a, a cheap bottle of wine yeah. who cares what kind of wine it is it's something it's the thought and mm-hmm. the effort that oh, means yeah. more and obviously he did not think or have any effort <laughs> right i know and it's new york it's like there's a bodega on every corner mm-hmm. that i'm like I, you could have bought me a tall boy beer i don't really care something some thought some effort is really really all you need but it got me thinking i was like i i've never heard the story of like how you and buddy met or maybe your first date mm-hmm. so i don't know if you have any trinkets you'd like to share well that listeners. was like over 20 years ago now (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny because the night that we met um we kind of the thing is this with buddy and i we kind of knew each other growing up because our families knew each other and once in a while we would see each other but as babies like you know i was i'm the oldest in in my family so i had to pave the way so i wasn't really allowed to do a lot of things i was gonna say is buddy really the first person you were allowed to like go out with um, no, I mean, I dated one other person before Buddy, but nothing serious, mm-hmm. um, very short term because I, I was in college and, you know, when I went to college, I was like, I'm free, Yeah. but <laughs> not that free because I still went home at night. I was not even allowed to go away to college, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nothing serious. So when I was 19 years old is when, um, we saw each other again and uh it's funny because i wasn't even going to go out that night okay because everyone that was going out with buddy kind of our friends intermingled was all of age to get into a club the club Mm -hmm. age was 21 still is 21 i think yeah Um, so you guys were right after it turned from 18 to 21 exactly so uh I'm like, I'm not going. I can't get in. And they're like, no, come, come. Buddy will get you in. Because, you know, Buddy knew everyone. <laughs> even back in the day? I'm Even mm-hmm. back in the day. So uh, they kind of forced me. And thank God they did. Because it was that night that Buddy and I actually connected more as adults than kids. And um, he got me into the club. <laughs> okay. And it's funny because I still remember it. As we were walking through the club, he knew everybody it was oh, like he was man. kissing this one kissing that one kissing <laughs> that one i'm like okay <laughs> but uh yeah that was the night that it all started over okay. 20 years ago wow did, i was gonna say did he buy you a drink in the club too uh he did buy me a drink of course, of he, was course. A, he was a gentleman since day one there you go well learn the rest is history how about <laughs> that i know right and it's like you don't have to have an amazing story but just something yeah and, something. and it's a memory that you'll you know i'll never forget for sure all right. Well, we got some emails today, so we're just going to get right into these. So, again, you guys have any questions, uh, email us in at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. 
All right, so our first email today is called Meeting the Family. Dear Cuz, big Cake Boss fan here. Love the show and love the new podcast. I'm from a big Italian family just like you guys, and I have a problem you might be able to help me with. I've been dating someone for three months now, and my parents are coming into town to visit. They know I've been seeing someone and told me to invite him to join us all for dinner. I invited him, but he said no, and he thinks it's too soon. I know his parents know about me, so I don't see what the big deal is. They just want to meet him because they know how much I like him. How soon is too soon to meet someone's family? Is this a sign that he doesn't really see a future with me? Thanks for the help. So three months dating. All right. Well, listen, this could go a couple different ways. I mean, we come from a big Italian family. Yeah. So (laughs) I think in our instance, um, after three months, my theory is if it's my daughter or if it was my parents, Mm They'd want to see him way before three months. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, how, on average, I feel like in our family, someone goes on like two dates, three dates with someone, and then we meet him. Exactly. And, but to us, it's not a big deal to meet him. Exactly. And again, just because we meet them doesn't mean that's it. You're bound to marriage. Exactly. It's just you want to see the type of man your child is attracted to. Or and, woman. Or woman. Yeah. Exactly. You want to see, um, you know what they're all about, who who your kids are hanging out with, mm-hmm. and what makes them happy. But again, that's our big Italian family. Yes. I also have friends that um, are different nationalities, and um, I know parents that actually don't want to meet the significant other until they're really sure about it. Mm-hmm. So there's really no right or wrong um it depends on your family traditions it it depends on how you grew up and there's no right or wrong to 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 this question believe it or not yeah um again i could only speak from experience because we our tradition is it's an italian family is that you know when you meet someone i think you know after a couple weeks believe it or not you kind of know mm-hmm you at least know, like, this is going to be, like, my boyfriend, Long-term, girlfriend. exactly. Because according to this email, I'm like, is this not officially your boyfriend yet? Exactly. Because maybe, some people I know, it's weird. Because it is weird to be like, this is Dave, and not just be like, this is my boyfriend. Exactly. You You're know? right. You're right. And and again, dating this day and age is, is so different than when I dated. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could fill that in on yeah, Erica, because no, you're it in is. the dating scene. I've been in scenarios like this. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so again, there's really no right and wrong of what feels comfortable but again after three months i think you have to somewhat know is this someone that you're thinking about spending the rest of your life with you you have to kind of have that feeling after three months yeah at least long term exactly you know that's why i think a lot of relationships end around the one year mark because on the one year mark you're more thinking do i see myself with this person another year exactly right like once you kind of get those hurdles but and there's no and, and after three months if you think this might be the one and it happens not to be after eight months or a year or mm-hmm. that's that's okay too because i think that as you grow together and you start seeing habits and and how you guys you know communicate things could change and they can change fast mm-hmm. and, and that's okay because that's what dating is all about yeah definitely i mean yeah this for some people meeting the family they almost feel like then they can't break up with you, which I'm like, that's not yeah, the case, no, like you said. It doesn't totally mean you're getting married. No. But I think for big Italian families, it's kind of like, there's already so many of us here. Like if you if you were, if I was to bring someone down the shore, I'd be like, there's already 25 people there. 
And if whatever. you can't handle it yeah. at an early <laughs> stage, then then this is not the family right. for you. Well, it's not even that. But to me, I more think like sitting at a dinner table with only two other people, mm-hmm. there's more focus on you. There's more pressure for you to talk. Whereas yes. I'm like, you come to a, like, you know, a bigger group. I'm like, you just got to just be smiling, yeah. having a nice time. Just be friendly. Exactly. Like, you're not going to be the center of attention. You exactly. Know? Yes. So sometimes I'm almost like, yeah, maybe dinner with just your two parents actually is scarier than like if you brought them to a wedding. Because it's like, look, everyone's dancing drinking having a good time exactly no one's interrogating you nope. but this definitely is a cultural thing how your family is is how your family is and it sounds like you love them so i'm like look if you want someone that's like down to meet the family in three months you know that's up to you so yeah. this might not be the guy forever but you know yeah i, I don't think just, either person's wrong no just, exactly that's why yeah it could definitely go either way yeah definitely all right well thank you guys so much for emailing in uh once again email us at what's up pod at gmail.com with your questions. All right. Here we have a more of a cake boss show question. Favorite cake. Dear cuz, love the show. I visited the bakery in Hoboken before and got to meet you and Grace Ann, and it was so awesome and everything we bought was delicious. I'm curious, what was your favorite cake that Buddy made? Hmm, that is actually an easy one. Yeah. Um, well, first, thanks for coming to meet us. Um, it was a great time during Cake Boss. I mean, we had so much fun together and you know, we still have fun together when we uh, get together as a family and we film our shows. But going back to my favorite cake my husband ever made. Well, like I said, that's an easy one. It's definitely the cake that my husband made for my 30th birthday. Was this the one of you? It was the one of oh, me. Oh, the replica of you. Yes. And it was more my favorite cake because of the thought that went into it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the way my husband surprised me with it yeah. than how it actually looked. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten that question a lot of like, did you think it looked like you? Yeah, yeah oh, I did yeah? get that question a lot. And, and listen, it was the first time my husband ever made a life-size sculpture. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, he's used to, it's wedding cake style. Yeah. Even when Cake Boss first came out, all the cakes would get more and more complex yes. as the show went on and he you would watch him get better at everything exactly and and it's funny because my birthday was actually a surprise party so he had to make this replica of me without even telling me without getting true specific measurements <laughs> <laughs> because you know I'm not gonna lie it was a little bit you know unproportioned <laughs> unproportioned did would you say it was better proportioned I don't know about better now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where you're like, my waist was smaller, my boobs were a little bigger. Yeah. Because you could look at that a little romantic. Like, well, I guess in his eyes. But it's funny because (laughs) I think now that thinking back, when he was starting to make this cake, he would like, because my husband and I, he always comes and gives me a kiss goodbye in the morning Mm -hmm. before he goes to work. But that morning he was like touching me and I was like, (laughs) what are you doing? You need to go to work. (laughs) And he's like, no, I just love you. And I'm like, okay, I love you too. Why is this morning any different than any other mornings? And, uh, Why are you touching my feet? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to make. No, he was touching other places. Trust I me mean, when I'm I tell sure, you. But you know. But um, you know, and come to find out, surprise, That's he made so a funny. replica of me for my birthday, and it was, it was more the thought and the romantic of you know him thinking of how to do this than than what the actual cake looked like. Oh, yeah. Well, you you know how long it takes him to make oh, just yeah. one wedding cake, oh, right? Yeah. Pretty big wedding cake. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, it's an effort thing with men. You're like, man, you t- put a lot of time into this. 
Absolutely. Which ladies always remember, if something you don't love, but your husband made it, there's a lot of effort. Exactly. <laughs> you know, effort. for me, it's not about how much something costs or, no. you know, how big the gift. It's more the thought and and the effort you put into it. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I just think of it like, yeah, you know, like if you made dinner lunch whatever for Mm -hmm. somebody you put some time and effort in exactly right and it's usually less expensive than if you go out so it's the same thing thank you all for tuning into the podcast just for listening we're giving you 10 percent off your order from carlosbakery.com the bakery is now shipping nationwide you can get cakes cannolis lobster tails you name it perhaps surprise someone for their birthday with a little treat visit our website and enter promo code cuz10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's promo code cuz10. Again, that's promo code cuz10 at carlosbakery.com. Order something for yourself, maybe a little birthday treat for someone you love from carlosbakery.com. All right, let's see. Our next email here, we have mattress mistake. I wonder what that's All about. Right. This is this is an interesting one, okay. honestly, because I uh, I don't know. It's two-sided a little bit. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. Dear Cuz, so my sister is staying with me dur- during coronavirus because I live in her college city and our mom is across the country. I live in a two-bedroom apartment, but the second bedroom I had been using as a game room slash office. Our mom sent my sister some money for a bed when she moved in, but my sister spent it on a new computer. Since then, she's been sleeping in a sleeping bag on the floor for about a month now. She's been whining that it's uncomfortable, and I've just been ignoring her. Apparently, she texted my girlfriend about it, because when I talked to her, she said, it's inhumane that I'm making her sleep on the floor, and I should buy a cheap bed for her. I don't see why I should have to, since she can move back with my mom, or sell her computer and buy a bed. She was given money for a bed, but spent it on something else. Any advice on how to handle this? Am I being selfish? I'm 25 and my sister is 19. All right. Let, let's think about this question here. <laughs> so, listen, family is family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I grew up is you don't turn your back on family. There's always a solution to everything. Now, if I pick and choose this whole question here and I pick it apart... I would want to know, first of all, I think it's great that he let his sister move in with him. I mean, it is convenient. They, they're kind of in the same town. Their mom is across the country. So mm-hmm. that is definitely the right thing to do. Right. As far as the mom sending money for a bed, I mean, did she buy the computer because she needed it for school or she needed it for you know, work purposes, or did she buy the computer because she was bored? Yeah. I mean, it is COVID, you're locked down. So she probably was thinking, I mean, I, when I first read this, I'm like, I'm sure she thought, well, I want a computer and he would be more likely to buy me a bed than a computer. Maybe. And you You could be absolutely right. But at the same time, I see it as she bought a computer, which could be for positive reasons. She didn't spend the money on the spa or, you know, clothes clothes or jewelry or, Mm -hmm. you know, luxury things. To me, a computer could be luxury, but at the same time could be work related or school related. So we don't know that part. Mm -hmm. But if this is what she did, if it was my sister or brother and I was in that situation, 
I would definitely give in. And even if I had to buy an air mattress, because I wouldn't want to see my family member sleeping on the floor for a month in a sleeping bag. Yeah. I have to be honest. And if it's, again, two wrongs don't make a right. I just know that I would be doing the right thing. Whether she did a right thing or the wrong thing, you mm-hmm. know, would buying the computer. I know that I would be doing the right thing and I would be able to sleep better at night. Yeah. I mean, a month. It's a whole month mm-hmm. she's been on the floor that I feel like, listen, I'm, I'm a fan of tough love sometimes. And I think a month on the floor, she has probably learned her lesson. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he says she's whining, but I'm like, you know, I mean, it's something that I'm like, maybe if the sister came to him and was like, look, I'm really sorry that I didn't buy a bed, but can you please help me out? Yeah. Especially, it sounds like she hasn't hit the mom up again. And who no. knows? We don't know the mom's financial situation. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, she thinks my mom's going to be mad at me and yell at me and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like you said, it could be an air mattress. Yeah. And I get know? it. Everyone's going through financial struggles right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, what's going on in the world with COVID, I don't think anyone has ever expected that this would ever happen in a lifetime. I know I haven't. Um, but I still would feel so guilty to see, you know, my sister or brother on the floor for a month yeah. in a sleeping bag. You know, I just, I would definitely give in. I'm a sucker. What can <laughs> I tell you? Well, I was about, well, what if like your son mm-hmm. talked to you about this? What if this happened with your kids? Say it was Buddy and then Carlo's crashing with him. You give Carlo money for something and he buys a computer. And, and if, you know. And my- Buddy's like, well, he didn't buy a bed like you said, mom. So I don't want to buy him a bed. Okay, depending on the financial circumstances with me or my son, who's who my other son is living with, um, I would I would honestly, if if I didn't have it, I would try and see what I could do to maybe split it with my other son. Okay, that's not a bad point. Um, you know, if you think about it, an air mattress could be sixty dollars, so mm-hmm. thirty each would yeah, be a nice something. compromise. Or again. It all depends on the circumstances and why she went and bought this computer. Right. Exactly. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know the details. And also, it sounds like the bro- the older brother didn't like lose a job. I feel like he would throw that in if he lost a job. It sounds like he was <laughs> trying to teach her a lesson. Yeah. But I actually just thought of the older brother could cut the sister a deal and be like, listen, I'm going to get you a bed, but I need some help from you. You got to earn it. Yeah. And he could be like, you know what? Let's do a deep clean of the kitchen. Or, there you, go. you know, can you vacuum once a week? Something. Because exactly. if she's staying in your space and she's living there for free, I don't think that's unreasonable to be like, no. help me with some chores around here. That's the least you could do. I'll I get agree. you a bed. Let's, you know, because as much as it's family, it's like, it's like I have friends, but I have friends that I cannot live with. Mm-hmm. That we would not live well together. Yes. <laughs> I think <laughs> we know? all do. Exactly. Always. So. You know, I think I think there is some type of compromise, and I think month on the floor, she's uh, learned her lesson. So I agree. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week, everybody. So as always, email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at lisavelastro4, and I'm at sperica. And don't forget, visit carlosbakery.com. Use the promo code cuz10 for 10% off your order. We're shipping everywhere. Anything else, Lisa? That's it. Till next time, guys. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>